Welcome to the Apostles' Corner, where we discover truth, and we become the living proof. Hello, my name is Brian Harris. I'm your podcast host here at the Apostles' Corner. Hey, thank you so much for your subscribing to this channel. I uh, enjoy hearing from each of you, whether you are rating me or whether you are uh, on YouTube, when you... Um, basically uh, are, you know, commenting on the video or uh, whenever you talk to me uh, via social media. Thank you so much for uh, subscribing, liking, following, sharing, whatever you do. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, we are in season two. Uh, we're talking about life goals and I'm going to have more interviews coming shortly um, that's coming down the pipe and uh, it's going to be great conversations uh, that we have coming uh, uh, down um, in, in the next few weeks uh, throughout the summer. All right. And so here it is. Uh, episode four. We are in episode four and I've entitled episode four seasons. Episode four is called Seasons. I think it's important for us to understand seasons. I think we uh, sometimes misinterpret seasons or sometimes minimize seasons. Uh, but the reality is that we all have seasons in, in our lives and we all will have seasons in our life. And some are favorable, some are not favorable. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, we, um, we will all have them. And we will all uh, have to endure the different seasons that we have uh, in our lives. All right. So we're coming from Ecclesiastes chapter three and verse one through eight. And I, I've been wanting to hit this Ecclesiastes up for a minute. Sim matter of fact, it is the inspiration for life goals. Let me just give you, let me tell you why. So in, in Ecclesiastes, it talks about life. It talks about the time that we have on earth. It talks about the you know, the time that we're born, the time that we're going to die. You hear that today. And then it talks about, uh, of course, you know, the time that we born, the time to die. And then, uh, you know, the tombstone has a little dash and all of that. And, and in that dash is the life that we lived. Uh, Ecclesiastes 9 and 11, it says that, uh, you know, to, you know, every the time and chance is going to happen to every single person. And that time and that chance, uh, it, that means opportunity to do something with our life something to do uh we're going to do something with our life it's going to be and and what the dash really does is testifies of the life that we live whether we lived it you know and and and, and we were negligent in our life or we were productive in our life what how will we spend our time alive that dash is going to represent that and it's the smallest part on your tombstone but it's the biggest testimony about your life it's going to be the thing that actually preaches your eulogy so uh, it talks about uh, ambition. It talks about selfish ambition. It talks about achievement. It talks about uh, all kinds of different things that, that relates to us in our life. And it tells us how to prioritize these things and also how important these things really are. Some things we make greater uh, than what they really are. We make them th those things much larger than what they really are. We, we, we think that the things that we do and the people that uh, uh, the things that we do and the things that we achieve rather uh, is actually who we are. And so sometimes that is a miss, uh, that is a misquote or a, uh, you know, 
that's the wrong definition of our identity and who we are because you're not what you have done good or bad you have not you're not your achievements you are you are not your past you are you are not your ambitions you're not any of that the most important thing about life is who you become and then who you become is something that's on the inside and that means you have to do the inward work that is required to to be that person that you need to be because you can have degrees on the wall a great career money in the bank you can have a nice car you can have nice clothing you can have uh, a beautiful home and still feel empty on the inside because you are are unfulfilled you still maybe be broken you may be uh, hurt you may be unforgiving you may be bitter whatever the case may be past or something uh your 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 own failures could be the thing that's cheating you out of your life whatever the case may be it doesn't result in a an actual life goal for anyone and so we want to just come from ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1 through 8 and it ta- it talks ta- it, ta- it uses the word time but we we know we're talking about seasons all right so it says, uh, there is an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing, a time to search and a time to count as lost, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time time to tear and a time to sow, excuse me, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Now, Anytime that I start any study, I always ask myself a question. And so just like that, I'm going to ask myself a question. Now, this may not be a long podcast because this is, this is really short, street, sweet, straight to the point. This time I want to I want to put this out here because I really believe that we could benefit from it. I think sometimes the shorter broadcasts are the most impactful because you can remember so much more in those times. So I want to ask a question. What is a season? What is a season? Uh, it is an appointed time. Uh, is the right time for a thing. Uh, in the Greek, is kairos. Is a, uh, it points to a period of time, the right, proper, favorable time, uh, time of crisis, and the time, uh, the last times. All right, let me get my cursor back over here. All right, now, for me, for me, there has been a tension for me in the church culture uh, with the language that we use to say things like, this is my season or my next season. Or when my season comes. Or we say things like, this is not my season. However, understanding what season really means now, I landed on this perspective and I put it in a phrase. All seasons are my seasons. All seasons are my seasons. Now, you got to catch that. All seasons are my seasons. I'm going to make that perfectly clear just for a second. In just a second. Here's why. Every season is either a blessing or a lesson. Every season is either either a blessing or a lesson. And I want to kill the digital elephant in the room also and just simply say, just because you don't like or prefer the season that you're in, it doesn't mean it's not your season. 
Please understand that. Just because you don't like it, just because you don't prefer it, doesn't mean it's not your season. I, I really love what Dr. Tony Evans, how he says, uh, what he says about Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1 through 8. He says this, life can become miserably predictable. The same old you wearing the same old clothes, driving the same old car, working the same old job, eating the same old food, returning to the same old house, sitting in the same old chair, watching the same old shows, and climbing into the same old bed day after day after day after day after day. That's routine. Life can be pretty boring when you become predictable. Life can be boring when you become predictable. This is important to understand. The frustration with routine reflects Solomon's mood here through verse 8. He's not merely saying that there is a time for everything. What Solomon is saying here, he's saying that we are trapped. Solomon describes the repetitive nature of life in all its contrasts. There's a time to give birth. There's a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh. In other words, Solomon is saying that we're trapped between two competing realities or competing realities. A person can experience the extremes of life, the highest joy and deepest sorrow in the same week and in the same day. Let me testify. What? Wednesday night of this week. I went to bed. I was happy, joyful, enjoying my family, loving all my girls, joking around, teasing them getting on their nerves, doing what I do. I'm the only man in the house. I'm not going to be outdone. So I have to be the dominant force. <laughs> and even if that means I irritate my girls, then that's what I do. But I'm going to do it because that's what I do. At the end of the day, I was happy when I went to bed. I woke up the next day to a text message that says, your cousin just died. Out of the blue, don't know if she was sick, didn't hear about her being sick. The last thing I know, she was up and kicking and, and going through life. But all of a sudden, she's gone. That's, that's, that's the extreme, the streams of experiences of life. The highest joy, the deepest sorrow. And you can experience this all in the same week and sometimes even the same day. Same day, last Friday, I was enjoying life and living on top of the world, on top of the world. This time last week, on top of the world, and I was I, my, I was just enjoying. I was resting. I was I was seeking the Lord. I was preparing for Sunday and all these different things. And like I, my routine that I do, which is you know, it's it's coming to to study and and work hard for a sermon and do all the uh, investigation of the text and all this kind of stuff and pray and and do all of that and some fasting even. Uh, and so so sometimes uh, I, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm doing all this. I'm enjoying because I had a great week. Uh, 
got invited to a show, another platform that I uh, God blessed me with, and and turns out, turns out that by the time I sat down to relax, about eight or nine o'clock on Friday night, my wife walks into the room, and like I'm I'm sitting there and I'm watching. I'm like, okay, what is it? Because I see it. You you about to tell me something, and. I, I need you to come on out and say it, right? So it wasn't really as bad as I thought it would, and I didn't react like I, I normally would. But I found out that my daughter had, uh, she had went to one of her friend's birthday parties, and she was driving to go get something to eat, driving her friends to get something to eat in, uh, in Jonesboro, Arkansas. And uh, just bought her a new car and all of that. And some guy on the motorcycle, uh, came up and and hit apparently he hit her car now it, i'm thinking man the whole front end gone i'm like oh man we just bought this car oh man we got to go through all this stuff and all these different changes and all this stuff that we are uh, we got to go through and lo and behold uh bless god it wasn't as bad it was just a couple of dings cuz he he was really just driving too close i'm i'm thinking he done rammed into he's rammed into you know you know the uh, uh her car and the wheel is busted and and in the in the and the stuff is falling all off it is none of that it's just uh some really bad scratches and a couple of dents in the car and so i mean we can get that fixed i ain't got no problem with that and i was like all i care about was what she was i what was she able to drive it and oh did i have to get up and go to jonesboro what was the issue what did i have to do what was what was the issue so it turns out it really wasn't as bad as i thought but my point is is that i was really high i was really high and then here comes some news that brought me low all in the same day all in the same day all in the same week right so here you go you 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 have these extremes of life in seasons of life you know you can't stop it and i'm thinking to myself you know i could have said you know she should have sit down or i could have said she shouldn't have went i could have said but i'm like you know what? We live in Memphis. You know, you take a chance every time you leave out of your yard in Memphis. You know, uh, we I love Memphis, but I mean the the, the freeway is 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 really it's it's serious. They, they take their driving serious here. So you have to you have to really really embrace you know the events in life that takes place because if not if you don't embrace the events that take place in life then i promise you 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 will be disturbed you will be oppressed and depressed it will stop you from from moving you will be uh crystallized in a moment and i'm gonna talk about that hopefully in just a moment but you'll be crystallized and you won't understand this is just a season you got to go through it most young people have accidents because she we just got her this car because she had an accident in total the last car and then that car she had two accidents two or three accidents in that car so so you 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 thinking oh man we're never going to get this right it's never going to get right it's never going to get right and you start speaking those things it's never and you don't you just, just shut yourself down and say wait a minute you know what at the end of the day this is life it happens it happens it may not be fun it may not be something that i like but it's just things that happen it'll take you through all these extreme emotions and all these extreme feelings and thoughts and all these processes that you really don't want to go through 
but life actually takes you through them. And it doesn't ask for your permission. It doesn't ask for your permission to take you through them. So what am I seeing when it comes to seasons? I see the purpose for seasons. The purpose for seasons is so that although we are temporarily stationary here on earth, seemingly stuck on earth between good and bad, desirable and undesirable things, the wanted and the unwanted things, and unstoppable seasons of life, the purpose for seasons is so that we are not bored, idle, and unproductive in life or with life because we are constantly having to adapt to the constant changes that are taking place in our lives based on the seasons we are in. All right? So that that, 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 that just sums it all up right there, that we are constantly having to adapt. We're constantly having to make adjustments. These adjustments and adapt. That uh, you know, adapting to certain things, they're, they're constant. And it seems like once you really think you got it figured out, you don't have it figured out. You, you think you have it figured out over here and the bottom falls out over there. You, you think you got it together over here and then the bottom falls out over there. You're always going to experience these highs and lows. And if you don't, you know, uh, uh, you know, get your mind ready for it, then your mind will tell you to quit on yourself. Now, it's interesting to know that we have four climatic seasons that we physically live in. These seasons uh, each last around three months at a time in America. And the reason why I say America is simply because I did another study on the climatic uh, seasons um, in Palestine. In Palestine or Palestine, however you may want to say it, uh, they actually, from June to September, uh, they actually have uh, that summertime for them. So most of our seasons, uh, they are different. And by way of uh, about three months. So like every three months is a different season. So January through March is, is, is winter. Uh, April through uh, June is, is uh, spring. July through um, uh, September is um, um, summer. And then October through November is uh fall so so we we're experiencing all of these different uh seasons now i know that there are dates and all that stuff that that makes it a little bit different but i'm not gonna worry about the date. i'm just saying that in three every three months we have a different season in america now in in uh another word for seasons when it relates as it relates to the weather and the climatic seasons um the, the another word for it is uh uh quarters so which means that the, we're you know we say the, the you know the winter when we come into the next year we always say this is the first quarter let's do it y'all second quarter oh what did, whatever you didn't get done come on kick it in another level in second quarter third quarter we're cheering each other on come on come on let's go y'all let's do it let's make something happen and, and for many people they have given up in the first quarter for many people they never even started doing anything in the new season that they have 
And, and and now that now the thing that's stopping them is what they have not done. They have gotten comfortable. They are giving up. They are discouraged because they haven't moved. They see other people moving. They feel pressure. They feel the pressure of the things they have not accomplished and done. And 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 is and it's a burden to them. It's a burden to them rather than inspiration that they can get up and do something. And and when you're like that, you have become institutionalized in your mind that this is the life that you're gonna live in. This is the space you're gonna live in this is the mindset you're going to live in you're going to allow what you have not accomplished to be the thing that speaks for you you're going to be you're going to let the past and the failures of your past begin to be your voice in your mind and in your heart that keeps you immobile and not accomplishing anything that god god has given you or that you have been set out to do now uh, again so we have different seasons in winter spring summer and fall are our seasons now if an individual doesn't understand the climatic seasons of life then the seasons will come and we will not be prepared for the type of climate that the season brings now for instance winter is very cold and uh, this means for us that we have to dress appropriately in order to endure the cold. Uh, if you like me, I hate being cold. Uh, you know, I really don't mind the cold. I just hate being cold. Uh, however, uh, I don't want to be affected by the cold for a very long period of time. I need to find some heat. I don't mind it being cold as long as some heat is around. Now, with winter, also, many times, snow and ice follow. I hate that. Now, I, I enjoy the snow. I hate the ice. I, I, I enjoy the snow. As long as it keeps the power on, I'm good. But but, but I, I, don't, I don't enjoy the ice at all. Uh, so, but when this happens, and this is why, because when it happens, we have to limit our travel, and sometimes we are shut in due to hazardous road conditions and being unable to, to get out of the house uh, This can cause an individual to feel institutionalized Which means that It's a, it's a, it's, it's a forced Stay home type of situation Due to hazardous weather conditions And none of us really like The institutionalized life Because it means that we are, we are, we are, we are In a box We are putting our, placed ourselves in a box And let me, let me just say this And encourage somebody today Don't let anything or anyone Tell you how limited you are. Don't let anything or anyone put limits on you. And definitely don't let anyone or anything put their limits on you. Don't let someone uh, who knows their restrictions and what they're incapable of doing and accomplishing. And and, and 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 because they don't have the skill set or the ability, they try to limit you and tell you know they say things like you you are overachiever, or they'll say things like you know I think you need to go somewhere and sit down and stop trying to be somebody you're not. I think you know first of all, let's go ahead and put this out here. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It's my show. I think I can say it. Uh, nobody's asking your opinion. Nobody's asking you what you think. Nobody's asking you if you you know you you can't see my motives. You don't know my motives. You don't know what God spoke to me. God didn't ask me and you what I was supposed to do. God only asked me. God only came to me, spoke to me about what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing that right. So 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 your opinion. Nobody's asking for it. So don't give it. All right. Don't give your opinion. To a, in a conversation that is not yours, all right? To a life that is not yours. You didn't ordain this for me. God did that. And I'm going to walk this out every step of the way. So don't put your restrictions. Don't put your limitations on me. 
and, and vice versa, don't allow anyone to put you their restrictions or their limitations on you. Because when you do that, then you're not walking in your season. You're walking in their season. All right? Please understand that. You're not walking in your season. You're walking in their limited, restricted season because that's where they find comfort. That's where they find comfort. All right? Well, let me say it like this. There was a statement one time that says if you put a, 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 a big shark into a fish tank, you will stun its growth. It will only grow, oh my goodness, to the size of the container. <laughs> so if you put it in a fish tank, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it may grow some, but it won't grow at the size of the shark that it's supposed to be. Now watch this. You put that same shark into the ocean, it can become as large as it's been created to become. The point I'm trying to make is don't allow situations and people to institutionalize you. And don't allow the moments of your past, don't allow yourself, don't let your past, whether good, bad, or ugly, don't let it crystallize you in that moment. Meaning that don't let it make you feel like you're stuck. You have seasons. You may have had multiple seasons of failure, but it doesn't mean that's who you are. You may have had multiple years of failure, but it doesn't mean that that's who you are. Those are seasons. The question is now, what have you learned from those seasons? Because the crazy part would be is to go through all of that only to repeat it all over again. Someone told me before, uh, one of my pastors said this before, uh, you know, uh, if you do not learn from history, history has a chance of repeating itself. You have to know what season you're in. You have to know this is not, I'm making history. I'm not reliving history. All right, here we go. Let me say that again. I am making history. I am not reliving history. I'm not rehashing what I've already gone through. I'm not trying to duplicate the mistakes of my past. I'm in a different season. I'm in a different place. Uh, the scripture teaches us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 that Paul went through different seasons. And what, what, let me tell you what kind of season he went through. He went from a little boy stage to a grown man stage. Watch this. And this may help some men, I hope. And I hope it helps some women. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it's the, it's the love story. He's describing, he's describing uh, what love is. He's, he's teaching us what love is and all of that. But then he gets to uh, uh, verse 9, I believe, in verse 10. He started telling, he said, but when I, was, uh, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood, I thought, and understood as a child. I was on a child level. I had all kinds of games. I played all kinds of stuff. I did all kinds of immature stuff. I said all kinds of immature things i thought all kinds of immature stuff i had the immature emotions of a child i was supposed that was my season for that i was a real child but he said when i became a man i put away childish things signifying i've grown up now i'm in a different season in my life I'm in a different season of my life. I know y'all know me to be, uh, uh, you know, reckless. I know you know me to be uh, 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 this and that. I know you have known me to be a certain way, but 
At this stage in my life, I have changed. At this stage in my life, I have become something new. At this stage in my life, God has redefined me. At this stage in my life, I have become everything that God has called me to be. And I'm still becoming. I'm still being developed. I'm still becoming everything that God's called me to do, be, and so that I can do everything God's called me to do. So I'm 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 more mature at this stage. I'm not the same guy. I know you've been knowing me since I was a child. I know you can tell me all the stories in the world that, that you can tell me about when you babysitted me and all of that, but none of that matters now. I'm happy for the past, but I, I'm more joyful about where I am right now and where I'm going. I really don't want to focus on the past. I want to focus on where I am right now and where I'm going because that's the climate I actually live in. That storm is gone. Those seasons are over. Those those laughs are memories. Those those hugs are memories. Those, those even relationships, many of them are memories. I haven't had relationships with those people since then. Now I have an opportunity to build new and fresh relationships for the man I have become. When I became a man, he said, I put away childish things. I threw all of that stuff away. Why? It's not necessary for where I am now. I'm not trying to be cool with everybody. I don't need everybody patting me on the back. I don't need all of that encouragement. I've learned the storms of life have taught me to encourage myself because if I don't, I would die from frustration. I would die from the irritation that seems like no one can see who I am and where I, how far I've come. So I can't rely like a little child relying on somebody to give him a bottle in his mouth for somebody encouragement. I have to I have to realize, go in the cabinet, get me a cup, and pour my own. Matter of fact, I'm not even drinking milk anymore. I, I'm just not drinking milk, you know, but 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 maybe some apple juice or maybe maybe a Coke or or Mountain Dew or something. Now that that I know I'm not supposed to have that, but at least that's a grown man's drink. All right. So so I'm I'm not trying to, I'm not even trying to nibble on the nipple of immaturity. That's really good. I'm not trying to nibble on the nipple of immaturity. I don't want that feeding me. I don't want that breastfeeding me. I don't want that feeding me no more. So I have to disconnect from that so I can stop being nurtured by immaturity. And I'm going to tell you something that keeps us in the, in the same season and stuck in crystallizing moments. I'm going to tell you what. It, I'm going to tell you how it happens. It happens through, through storms and situations that take place. That's what happened in the springtime. After you get out of winter, the, the weather is changing. The conflict takes place in the atmosphere where the, where the cold weather is moving out. The warmer weather is trying to take over and it's creating conflict in the atmosphere. That's where we get tornadoes from. That's where we get strong winds that we get hail from and damage uh, buildings and cars and Things torn up, communities sometimes, including even some people die. In your life, there may be some people that need to die, not physically, but relationally. Maybe they don't work for this season. You're trying to force them to work in this season, and they don't. They just don't work. It don't matter. It ain't got it has it has nothing to do with whether or not you love them. It has nothing to do with whether or not you care about them. It has nothing to do with them being a bad person. They just do not fit your life for the season you are in. Praise the Lord. That's good. They just don't fit where you are in the season of your life. And you have to accept and embrace every one of those things. And you have to accept this and expect that maybe they may not respond to that very well. 
they may not respond to you moving on very well. I, I, I'm going to do a, 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 a podcast uh, episode during this during this series. I'm going to do a podcast episode that says losing you and finding me. In other words, it, losing losing you it may hurt. Losing you it may it may do some damage. Losing you it may break my heart. Losing you I may I may cry some tears. Losing you I may grieve. But I'm going to have joy. When I find me, when I find me, I'm never letting go of me. And, and that sounds selfish, but I think sometimes we really don't understand the value of finding ourselves outside of other people's opinion and thoughts and attitudes. We live with all that stuff in our hearts and in our minds, and we never find ourselves. We think that we are a part of the of the drama, and we make ourselves a part of the drama when it's obvious, obviously unnecessary. That's not who you are now. For me, that's not who I am anymore. If people want to act up, I let them. If people want to show out, I let them. If people don't want to just you know support me in this season, I let them. You know why? Because I know God's got somebody's better, somebody better. I know God's got something greater, and it really just means that they're not really bad people. I've just outgrown them. We don't fit. We want two different things. Amos 3 and 3 says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? We can't walk together if you still want to play and I want to work. We can't walk together if you still want to play and I want to work. You know, so 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 another thing about seasons, let's talk about this. Another thing about seasons, the seasons are seasonal. Now, I know that may not sound deep, but it's the reality. It's the reality. Seasons are really just that. They are seasonal. So this means to me that storms are seasonal. I have to learn to encourage myself in the storms, even though I may not enjoy the storms. Truth is, storms were never made to be enjoyed. Storms were made to be endured. I really want to hang my hat on the storms. I really want to just stop right there, but I can't. Storms were never made to be enjoyed. Storms were simply made to be endured. So what this means for me and what I hope this means for you, if you have a life goal, that these unwanted storms in our lives, in my life and your life, are seasonal, seasonal but at the end of the day, and at the same time, they are purposeful. They are, they are seasonal. They won't last long. But they are also purposeful. And let me add this. Not only are seasons seasonal, but again, people are seasonal. You've heard the phrase, people in your life are either there for a reason or for a season. One thing that will be the deciding factor on who they are in your life is storms. Storms. Another deciding factor is when you go to a dimension that they cannot go or they are not invited and they feel like they're losing their crutch. When, when you, two things that would help, storms would define those that's supposed to be in your life and those who do not, and your success, your elevation, God taking you to a higher place. I'm telling you, 
that would define it in a minute. I've had more. When I was a musician in the church, it seems that everybody just loved me to death because I just sung and I played and I was there for everybody and I played and it seems such, it's just a wonderful life. But when I answered the call to a preacher, when I answered the call to pastor, when I answered the call to apostleship, it seems like I lost more and more and more and more people in my life, including family members. I lost and lost and lost and lost more people in my life. And I didn't know how to deal with that at first. Because God gave me a lot of things in my hands at a very young age. And I didn't know he was trying to trust me. I wasn't taught that. I didn't know he was trying to trust me. But I know now. You know how I know? Because I had seasons of failure in my life that taught me the value of my influence, that taught me the value of of my relationship with God, taught me the value of loving myself, it taught me the value of taking care of my heart and my mind, taught me the value of who I should spend time with and who I should not spend time with. It taught me the value of all those things, who to give myself to and who not to. Now, If I'm losing you and I'm finding myself, I have to be willing not to care how you feel about me caring for myself. It sounds selfish, but it's also selfish of you to want me to neglect myself and care more for you. Even as a pastor, pastors have to think like that because sometimes you're giving your members everything they need, but because it's something that they don't want, They want something different. They feel like they're not getting anything. Well, that's not true. If you're doing what the the Bible says that Jesus told Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. He didn't say babysit anybody. He didn't say give them what they want. He didn't say treat them the way they want to be treated. No, he didn't say that. He said feed my sheep. He didn't say become their best friend. He didn't say they were going to be your friend. He didn't say they were going to love you. He didn't say they were going to appreciate you. None of that. He said, feed them. Not because they love you and not because you even love them. It's because you love me. That's what Jesus said to Peter. He never told Peter to do all this extra stuff that people be wanting pastors to do today. He never told Peter to do any of that stuff. In this season of your life, In this elevation, Peter, feed my sheep. If you do that, you're doing the work of the ministry toward these people that are already saved. All right? So watch this. So they're in your life for a reason or they're in your life for a season. All right? So um, one of the things that I know and I have to remind myself of all the time is that seasons change. Seasons change. And one thing that is consistent in life and, and in ministry and in every phase of life, honestly, is change. Uh, I don't know if I said it in the last podcast, but I do understand this. I understand this more than anything else. And I understand that seasons, the only constant in life is change. The only constant in life 
is change. We're not going to get past change. Which simply means seasons are going to keep coming and going regardless of whether we're growing or not. If we choose not to grow in every season, you may get older, but you are not growing up. Preach, Pastor B. I know this is a podcast, but I feel a little preacher coming on. <laughs> I'm serious. Just because you're getting older doesn't mean you're learning. Just because you're making mistakes and they're human doesn't mean that you're learning. If you're constantly doing the, repeating the same thing over and over, you're not learning. You're in a cycle. You're stuck. You're institutionalized. You're crystallized in a, in, in a mindset that you don't want to come out of. And because you don't work your way out of it, or you may try to just use, I'm just going to get me a counselor, or I'm going to get this, and I'm going to talk. Well, what good is talking if you don't have no plan on doing anything with the information you're receiving? Same thing with the word of God. Somebody giving you the word of God, they're giving you the truth. If you don't like it, it doesn't mean that you wasn't given the answer. <laughs> and just because you want to be in control of, of, of the outcome, that's why many of us, we, we are in control of the outcome because of the way we choose to respond to life situations. But we want to blame somebody for us being this way. If you really are uh, 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 in a situation where you are, you are, you've been challenged, you've been traumatized, or whatever the case may be, go get some help. Don't accept it as a lifelong uh, idea for yourself. Don't don't accept it and start believing that you're just like this, or you got to take me. At, no, I don't have to take you like this. Not if it don't work for me. <laughs> if I'm in a different season, I don't have to take you like this. I can love you, but I don't have to take you like this, which means that I can love you where you are, but also from where you are. I don't have to be up close in your life. I don't have to be up. I don't have to be, you know, connected to you this way because I don't want whatever is in you to spill out and, and influence me. I have enough struggles in my life, and I don't want yours to be one of them, all right? It has nothing to do with love. See, people like that who are abusive think the old guy, he must be saying he don't love. No, uh-uh, no, no, no. And sometimes the very people who say these things are the very people who don't have the patience, the love, the compassion, or endurance to endure anyone else in their situation. Not a single other person. The very ones to, to blame somebody for not um, caring enough or loving enough or being encouraging enough. All right? So watch this. Now, um, I'm almost done, actually. So, so what we have to do um, is to understand something about life. And so, again, I like the springtime because I like to talk about the storms. Because this is where I feel like we mess up. To me, this is the way life is. All of our seasons, we have something that we both enjoy and at the same time we despise. Things that we enjoy, things that we despise that comes with that season. Because of the storms, it messes up the season for us. Because we don't perceive the storm as being a part of the season, all right? We don't perceive the storms as being a part of the seasons. 
So what has to happen in order for us not to allow ourselves to respond wrong or to put, say the wrong things or sow the wrong seeds during this time, what has to happen is that we have to choose to enjoy every season that we're in. And the only way we can enjoy each season and maximize our lives and reach our goals, life goals, that is, we have to learn to focus on the good things and learn from the bad things. Again, in every season, there is a lesson and a blessing, and we are experiencing both at the exact same time. Until we learn to embrace them both, we will continue to limit our seasons to when things are going well only. In my life experiences, I have found out that good things can come out of bad situations. That's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> In my life, I have found out that good things can come out of bad situations. Don't shake your head and say this is not my season. Don't say that because the storm is a part of your season. It's where you learn your most valuable lessons. It's where you get strength to endure. It's the weight that you're carrying that helps you get stronger. You're going to put it down when the storm is over. You may not be able to control the storm, but you can't control you. So, again, good things are to be enjoyed, but the bad things are to be learned from. If you truly have life goals, you should always be in the classroom of life. If not, your goals, to me, in my opinion, do not have very much value to you. If you don't learn in every season, enjoy every season, you will not control the narrative, but the narrative will control you. Now, let's talk about this, and I'm done. Again, I'm still stuck on the storm, so that's, that's as far as I'm going to get today. I want to tell you something, something that you need to be careful for, of, or for, or for, rather. I want you to be careful of the seeds you sow. Agricultural, there's a time to sow and there's a time to reap. Biblically or theologically, there's a, there's a law of sowing and reaping. Believe me when I tell you, the Bible says, God is not marked for whatsoever man soweth, that, that, that he shall also reap. There's no way you're going to sow something evil and reap something good. When you are in the hardest times of your life, and you are in those difficult seasons and you're stressed out and you stretch to the max, please understand that God is trying to strengthen you for where you're going next. He's trying to elevate you. He's testing to see, he's allowing you to be tested rather, to see if he can trust you for what he has for you next. So the question for you today the question for you today, you got to ask yourself, how bad do I really want this? Am I going to be a whiny, wimpy crybaby or am I going to strengthen myself? I remember those days in those immature days. Not, they wasn't been long, haven't been very long ago in my life. Long, you know, immature days while I whined, cried, hollered and screamed just because stuff did not seem, did not seem fair. But God is not fair. He's just. He knows what we he's given us. He knows what is required. He said, to whom much has been given, much is required. Stop crying about much storms and much hell. Let me just say it that way. 
when you're asking God for much or when God has already placed much into your head. You're saying, God, I want to be a millionaire, but you don't want no storms. You're saying you want a, a global platform, but you don't want any storms. You want to reach millions, but you don't want any storms. It is in the storms that develop us. The storms has a reason for its season. So that you can appreciate and be humble when your life is on top. Glory to God. So be careful of the seeds that you're sowing. Because the season is going to end. But the reaping is going to be based on what you sowed in that last season. Let me say that again. The season that you sowed those bad seeds, even though that season may have gone, come and gone, that, remember, that seed is still in the ground and it's growing. And when harvest time comes, you're going to reap what you sowed. You may be in a whole different season. You may be enjoying life at the beach, whatever, and all of a sudden that seed just come up unless God kills it. And that's only his decision that he'll do that. But according to the word, you're going to reap what you sow. <laughs> so be careful how your, what your attitude is like. Be careful about how you're responding to life. Be careful about how, how, how you're, 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 you're treating others when you are going through stuff that is not favorable, but is necessary. Until you see the storms, as necessary the seasons that you don't like you'll never really truly be able to appreciate the seasons that god looks like he's getting all the glory in your life and you're being used to the max in every aspect of your life and you're just blowing up in in life you gotta learn how to appreciate those storms listen that's what seasons are all about knowing what to do when to do it how to do it according to god's plan for your life listen that's all I have for you today. Listen, don't forget you can follow me on social media at the Apostles Corner to keep up with what's going on here. And of course, opportunities to join us for live stream events on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Of course, you can share this podcast with your friends and ask them to join our community on these audio podcast platforms apple anchor spotify stitcher google Podcasts. don't forget you can also join me every sunday on facebook and youtube at generations church or you can feel free to join us in person at 9644 mummel boulevard north little rock arkansas well up until next time i'll see you when i see you god bless you i'll see you next time <laughs>